You're listening to another football episode of Tap Outs and Touchdowns with your guy, Bully Rye. That's right, everybody. Welcome to another football episode of Tap Outs and Touchdowns. It's your guy, Bully Rye. And uh, listen, the shows are going to start getting shorter here as the NFL season comes to an end. We are in week 15 of the NFL. Uh, College football is over outside of the bowl games, and we're going to get into the bowl game picks, uh, at least some of them, because bowl season starts this week. Um, We've already had a couple of bowl games play, um, but, but we really get into it this weekend. Um, so we'll get into some some more Frick's picks here at the end of the show. Um, but to start the show here in the pregame warm-up, we're going to talk about the best games of last weekend. And I understand that we're always sort of a, a, a week late getting and talking about these games, but it's, uh, it's, it's still something that needs to be done uh, because of, of how great some of these football games have been. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into the pregame warm-up here. Bully's best games of the weekend from week 14 of the NFL. Uh, a few games that I wanted to kind of talk about here. Uh, first and foremost, um, the Lions. Uh, quite possibly the, 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 the hottest football team in the NFL. They dominate the Minnesota Vikings. The 10-2 Vikings lose to the, the Detroit Lions 34 34- to 23, uh, Jared Goff is playing out of his mind right now. The The running back situation, DeAndre Swift is now healthy. Uh, Jamison Williams gets his first career catch and his first career touchdown uh, in the same reception in this game. Um, a couple of 40-plus yard touchdown passes from Jared Goff to Jamison Williams and then uh, and then, then DJ Chark. Amon Ross St. Brown also had another really good game, so – this offense uh, getting healthy and and really clicking here uh, as the Lions uh, were able to defeat the Vikings and prolong their NFC North championship at least one more week. Um, we're going to get into some Lions talk later, uh, once again, in the second half of the show. Uh, next up, you talk about a team that's, that's just clinging on to dear life every week. The Carolina Panthers stun the Seattle Seahawks. 30 to 24, the Panthers, who fired their head coach, were sort of looking at a potential top five, top 10 pick. Um, they are still fighting for the NFC South Championship. They are only one game back to the division leading Bucks and uh, somehow have been playing better since they traded away Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers. Uh, once again, stunning the Seahawks, who have been one of the most surprising teams in the NFL this season, are starting to sort of fall back down to what we sort of expected them to be. Uh, the next game we're talking about, the, we'll, let's stay, uh, let's go back to the north, the AFC, I should say. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Steelers, but both of the starting quarterbacks in this game get hurt now. I say that knowing that Lamar Jackson did not play for Baltimore this week. Uh, he has an injury he is he is uh, trying to, to heal from. So they start Brett Hunt, Brent Hundley. Um, is it Brent Hundley or Brett Hundley? I don't care. Either way, uh, he didn't finish the game in concussion protocol, as was Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. Uh, but the Ravens get the win 16-14. to 14. 
the the Ravens, even even with this win, are really trying to cling on to to hold on to that that AFC North uh, division championship as well. Um, again, so so let's move on here. Uh, Tennessee uh, loses another game that they shouldn't uh, lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty six to twenty two. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had a career day, 368 yards passing. Uh, Evan Ingram also had a career day, 11 receptions, 162 yards, two scores in this game. I've been saying this at the beginning of the year. Tennessee, under this regime, is notorious for winning games that they probably shouldn't and losing games, uh, losing also games that they probably shouldn't. This to Jacksonville behind a career day for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, some other games, sort of, I say another game uh, that – was, wasn't necessarily surprising outside of the fact that it was a division game. The Eagles roll over the Giants 48-22. to um, Spoiler alert, 0-4 in picks last week on the show. This was, was a game that I don't believe I picked, or did I? Uh, yeah, I did pick this game. Philly was a seven-point favorite going into this game, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't enough. Um, I thought being a division game, the Giants were going to be able to keep it close, and they did not. A team that I did not expect to keep it close were the Houston Texans against the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have to come from behind in the fourth quarter to win this game. 27-23, to the Texans a league-worst one win on the season, almost get the upset over the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the 49ers, again, uh, another team who is, is struggling with uh, the quarterback position after they've lost now two starters this season, start – Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Uh, the 49ers behind Brock Purdy destroy Tom Brady and the Bucks, 35-7. to I believe it's the first time that a quarterback in his first start uh, went up against Tom Brady and won. Uh, the Bucks, man, I, something's off in Tampa Bay. Uh, we'll, we'll sort of talk about that here again uh, in the second half of this show. And then finally, uh, the Rams. We talk. We keep talking about quarterback injuries. Matt Stafford quite possibly done for the year. The Rams are are pretty much done for the year. Uh, Cooper Cup is now hurt. If I'm Cooper Cup, I'm not coming back uh, to finish the season. Um, there's there's no playoff hopes, no Super Bowl run back for the Rams. However, they do shock the Raiders last week on Thursday Night Football, a last second touchdown. By newly acquired quarterback Baker Mayfield, 17 to 16 winners are the Rams. Baker Mayfield had less than two days in a Rams uniform. He was released by Carolina, just outright released by Carolina, picked up in waivers by uh, by Los Angeles, and he would come in this game and uh, lead a fourth quarter comeback to win against the Raiders. Um, the Raiders have now lost to a a Rams team behind a quarterback who had two days two days learning the system two not even not even two full days in Los Angeles with the team and they also lost in the head coaching debut of uh, Indianapolis Colts interim coach Jeff Saturday um listen I'm sure Josh McDaniels is a good guy I'm sure he's a very um talented and knowledgeable offensive coordinator. But I don't know if he makes it. Listen, I, he was in Denver for a while. He, he made Tim Tebow a winner for a short time. Um, 
there were there was a radio station talking about coaches and whether or not uh, if it's the same NFL, their NFL coaches can be gone in a year as well. Um, I'm looking at Lovey Smith in Houston with one win, and I'm looking at Josh McDaniels because uh, despite everything that Vegas had been through uh, this season, they were still fighting for a playoff position. And they lose to the Rams on Thursday night football to a quarterback who had barely even gotten a look at the playbook for the team that he was running with. Um, just pretty, pretty shocking stuff here for Vegas. We'll see if McDaniels can can make it past this season. Um, listen, that was Bully's best games of the weekend. We're gonna come back uh, after this short break with Bully's buys and sells. The best week I think I've had on the season. Six and two on the week, four and oh in sales last week. We are pushing the fantasy playoffs. I know I personally am in a playoff game this weekend. Uh, some some leagues will be starting playoffs next week, and some leagues will be starting playoffs in the following week. Um, but there are some names that you're probably going to want to pay attention to um, if you are in dire straits and in, in need of some assistance to win your playoff game or to win and get in your playoffs. So stay tuned after the break and find out who right here on Tap House and Touchdowns. Established in 2008, One Stop Repairs in North Charleston, South Carolina is your one-stop shop for all your electronic repair needs. Specializing in cell phones, tablets, computers, laptops, and game consoles, One Stop Repairs offers reputable and quality service with the quickest turnaround time and most competitive prices in the Lowcountry. You can find them on Google with an exceptional 4.9 star rating or on Facebook or by searching One Stop Repairs. That's the number one, One Stop Repairs. Call today for a quote at 843-343-6310. That's the number one, One Stop Repairs. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Welcome to the first half of this football show and Bullies, Buys, and Sells for Fantasy Football Week 15. Uh, once again, 4-0 in my sells last week. I'm just kind of recap my sells. Told you to sell on Joe Burrow, Dalvin Cook, Amari Cooper, Mark Andrews. Amari Cooper dealing with a hip injury, um, but the other guys did not hit projections. Um, you know, I only missed... On uh, Deontay Foreman, um, I don't really know what to say about that. The TJ Hawkinson that I bought in last week um, was a bad beat. He fumbled in that game against his former team to seal that victory for Detroit. Uh, without that fumble lost, he hits this projection, and I'm 7-1 and one in buys and sells. So a bad beat, but we're going to talk this week and see if we can get you a win in your playoffs or get you into your playoffs this week. So without further ado, let's get into Bullies Buys here for Week 15. At quarterback, Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson makes the buys list this week. He is projected a whopping 19.8 points. Um, listen, the Bengals have a good defense, but he looked sort of like he was coming back to form against them last week scoring 18.34 fantasy points, um, getting the Ravens this week. Um, they're 18th, so the back half of the league against quarterbacks when it comes to fantasy scoring. 
Um, and listen, Tyler Huntley is uh, is in concussion protocol. He may not play this game. Um, whether or not he does, it will be his second straight start or the, the first start of their third stringer, who I could not tell you off the top of my head. Um, with, with the quarterback situation in Baltimore, uh, it's going to allow the Browns defense to put Deshaun Watson and this offense on the field for maximum opportunities this week. That's why I'm starting Deshaun Watson in week 15. Matter of fact, I've got him in two, three leagues. I'm not starting him over Justin Herbert, but I am starting him over to a Tiger by Lowe this week. Spoiler alert, he will wind up on the sales list uh, here shortly. But I am starting Deshaun Watson. I convinced, or I, I maybe, maybe convinced, I argued uh, for a friend of mine to start Deshaun Watson over Justin Fields this week due to the matchup with Fields and the fact that Fields has still got a banged up shoulder. Um, really liking Watson this week. At running back, a name that is probably already rostered in your league at this point, Kansas City running back Isaiah Pacheco. He has projected 13.6 points. And the Chiefs get a Texans team. And the Chiefs, I should mention, are a 14-point favorite in this game. Uh, the Chiefs get a Houston Texans team, allowing the most points to running backs. And just allowed, and I told you in the in the first part of the show, that the Cowboys had to come back to win that game against Houston. Both Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard had 17 or more points last week in fantasy. Um, you look at Isaiah Pacheco, four straight double-digit games. And Kansas City still playing for that first round bye. Love him this week. You get a lot of action and you get a lot of points. You're starting Isaiah Pacheco if you have him this week. Uh, next up, man, I was I was super upset that uh, that I forgot to play this guy. Um, and it was a returning L.A. Chargers wide receiver, Mike Williams, with a current projection of 14 points. Uh Finally back from his injury, looked healthy last week. As he balled out for six receptions on six targets for 116 yards and a touchdown, good for 23.6 fantasy points last week. Uh, and he draws a Tennessee, still allowing the most points to wide receivers, who just gave up a 20-point game to Zay Jones last week. I started Zay Jones in a league over both Devontae Smith and Amari Cooper last week. Now, granted, Devontae Smith still had a lot of points. I believe he scored again uh, last week. Um, but Zay Jones did better. Uh, and so, Doug, uh, Doug Zay Jones last week. I'm digging Mike Williams this week. Don't be scared of his injuries anymore. Roll him out with confidence this week. Uh, loving Mike Williams this weekend. Uh, finally, at tight end. We're going to go Greg Dulstitch from the Denver Broncos. Got a current projection of 8.4 points. Uh, Dulstitch is getting a Cardinals team, allowing the most tight most points in fantasy to tight ends. Um, and now the Cardinals are without Kyler Murray, who tore his ACL in the third play of Monday Night Football this past week. Uh, Kyler Murray is uh, not there to help keep Arizona's offense on the field. They keep Denver's off. Now listen, Denver is a dumpster fire right now. Uh, but if you're in your if you're in dire need at tight end, I think you can run with confidence with Dulcich this week. 
and expect at least double-digit fantasy points. And listen, there's only like three tight ends every week projected in double digits. Dulcich will hit that this week. Buying in Greg Dulcich. Uh, let's recap. I guess let's call it the first quarter. Uh, bullies buys for week 15. At quarterback, Deshaun Watson. At running back, Isaiah Pacheco. At wide receiver, Mike Williams. And at tight end, Greg Dulcich. Uh, let's move on to the second quarter, shall we? With Bully Sells, which is where I went 4-0 last week. Let's see, because I've got some big names here again. Um, and let's start off. I've already kind of spoiled it. I'm selling quarterback Tua Tungavailoa this week. Currently projected 21.2 points. Um, he's The Miami Dolphins are playing the Buffalo Bills on Saturday night. Uh, and in their first matchup, he only had 13.44 points against the Bills. It was good for 186 yards and a touchdown. The Bills now still rank seventh against quarterbacks in fantasy. Uh, and listen, Tua has been really bad the last two weeks. Uh, the uh, Two weeks ago, 295 yards, not so bad. 145 yards passing last week, but only three total touchdowns and three turnovers over the last two weeks. I have to start him in a playoff game this, playoff game this weekend. Um, you know, no, it's not even a playoff game. I'm in a league. Uh, shout out to Polly's Pickums. Um, he knocked me off last week. Did volley Polly, friend of the show. Um, partially because I forgot to start Mike Williams, but I digress. I'm starting two of this week. Uh, because a few weeks ago I dropped Jared Goff because Tua was on fire. Somebody picked him up, and there's nobody else available in the waivers. Terrified to start Tua Tungavailoa this week. Uh, if you can find someone better, uh, you're starting him this week over Tua. I do not like him this week, uh, which is why he's on the sell list. At running back, we're going with New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley with a projection of 16.9 points. Uh, sure, he had 19 fantasy points in the Giants tie with Washington two weeks ago. Um, but he almost missed last week due to a neck injury and finished the game with just nine carries for 28 yards. Uh, uh, you know, I, I mentioned the, the, the Washington Commanders because they're playing them again this week, and the Commanders are giving up the fourth fewest points to running backs combined with a banged-up Barkley. You're probably starting him because you don't have much of a choice, but you're not feeling good about it this week. Um Listen, 19 points against a team allowing the fourth fewest points to running backs is a good day. But now he's banged up again. And he's coming off a game where he had 28 yards on nine carries. Less That's good for just over three yards a carry. Um, yeah, I'm selling Saquon Barkley this week. If I've got him and there's like – I'm debating whether or not like maybe is there somebody I can start in my flex – uh, is there somebody that I would normally start my flex that I can move to running back and somebody better on my bench that I can put in flex over Saquon? That's what I'm trying to do this week. I'm selling Saquon Barkley. At wide receiver, uh, I put a Clemson Tiger, former Clemson Tiger, in my buy list, and I'm putting another one in the sell list. And I'm selling DeAndre Hopkins this week with a projection of 14.4 points. I already mentioned earlier in the show, Kyler Murray towards ACL, third play of Monday Night Football, enter Colt McCoy. Now, Colt McCoy is a fine quarterback. Uh, he's a serviceable quarterback. He's, he does the job of a backup quarterback in the NFL. 
but Colt McCoy is not the same. Colt McCoy is not Kyler Murray. The Cards play a Denver Broncos team, despite being the dumpster fire, allowing the second fewest points to wide receivers on the season. Uh, listen, DeAndre Hopkins missed missed most of the year with uh, his suspension. He has come in and looked great at times. Um, had a really nice catch in this game on Monday Night Football against the Patriots that did not count because he was out of bounds. DeAndre Hopkins is a talented wide receiver. I just don't know, based on the stats, based on Colt McCoy at quarterback, that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be able to hit this 14 points in fantasy, which is why I'm selling him this week. And last but not least, a tight end that is going to be sort of funny uh, because when I wrote my notes for this down, he was still listed on injured reserve, but is expected or was expected to be lifted off the injured reserve today. And that's Philadelphia Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard with a projection of 10.8 points. Um, the Eagles are playing the Bears, allowing the third fewest points to tight ends. Uh, so I don't think that they're going to rush Goddard back into a huge role in his first game back. I believe it was a shoulder injury that he's been dealing with. Um, you've If you've got Dallas Goddard, you've been starting someone else over the last few weeks uh, because you didn't have a choice. I'm telling you to roll with that guy again. Um, it's it's not going to be a good day for Dallas Goddard. The, the Eagles have been flying just out of control even before, during, and after. I say after. He has he just got lifted. He was sent to IR. Um, I just don't see him having a big, a big day in the passing game this week. I think you're going to get a lot more of A.J. Brown, a lot more of Devontae Smith, uh, and not so much Dallas Goddard, which is why I'm selling him. And one of those few double-digit projections in fantasy for tight ends this week. All right, let's recap the second quarter and bully sells for week 15 at quarterback. Tua Tungavailoa at running back, Saquon Barkley. At wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. And at tight end, Dallas Goddard. Uh, folks, we are going to take our final break. When we come back, we are going to get into the Frick's picks. The games of the week this coming um, once again, a recap. I'm, I'm not even going to to get into the recap in the second half. 0-4 last week. Did not have a good week. We're going to pick three bowl games along with four NFL games uh, this week. So we, we have some more to look forward to this coming weekend. Stay tuned to see what those games are and who I've taken when we come back right here on Tap House and Touchdowns. All right, everybody, welcome back. Bricks Picks, Games of the Week. Uh, once again, 0-4 last week in picking against the spread. Puts me at 51-52-5 on the season. Um, but before we get into the games that we're going to pick, let's recap the podcast NFL Pickskin Pick'em standings. There has been no movement in the leaderboard as of late. It still sits in the top five. Let's start for 5-1 to one for a change. Buck has not made a pick this past week. 101 and 85 since in fifth place. Sam trying to make it a make it a comeback. 112 and 74 at the number four spot. Volley Polly of Polly's Pickums sits in the number three spot at 116 and 90. Uh, Greek uh, sits still, continues to sit in second place at 122 and 84. I'm actually going to meet up with Greek this Saturday at the South Carolina basketball game in Greenville, South Carolina, at the first Greenville basketball tournament. Uh, now, granted, earlier tonight, I'm, I'm recording this Wednesday to go out Thursday. 
Uh, South Carolina did lose to UAB, so I don't have high hopes for the game on Saturday, but it'll be nice to see Greek. Once again, 122 and 84 at the second spot. And your guy, Bully Rye, still sits atop the leaderboard at 125 and 75 on the season for NFL Pigskin Pick'ems, uh, the podcast Pick'em standings on ESPN.com. Now, the bowl games, uh, I'm actually doing a nice little bowl pool, uh, a bowl game challenge on ESPN.com. Uh, there is a cash prize. Um, if you go to the Facebook page, uh, you should be able to get some um, some details about that. Facebook.com slash tapouts and touchdowns. Um, and you can go and play on ESPN.com to pick bowl games as well. Um, this is not part of it. That bowl game challenge is uh, straight picks. I'm going to pick three games this week against the spread. The three most intriguing games in the first weekend in bowl season. And let's start off with the first game uh, playing Friday, December 16th in Orlando, Florida at Exploria Stadium. Number 25, UTSA. That's University of Texas San Antonio against number 24, Troy. In the Cure Bowl, Troy is favored by one and a half points. The Sun Belt champions taking on the champions of Conference USA. Um, just based on stats alone, Troy has the better defense. UTSA boasts the better offense. Uh, my gut says Troy. Uh, Troy, one and a half point favorite. So I'm taking them to cover over UTSA. Uh, next up, the Fenway Bowl. I'm actually really excited to watch this game. Not because of the teams that are in it, but to watch a football game in Fenway Park. Cincinnati taking on Louisville. Uh, Louisville, a one-point favorite in this game. Saturday, December 17th, 11 a.m., Fenway Park, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, Cincinnati did just lose their head coach at the end of the season, uh, but Louisville is just is just not good, man. I believe 7-5 and five on the season, just barely over being bowl eligible in the ACC. Um, give me Cincinnati to cover this one-point spread. Basically a pick em here. Um, I think Cincinnati is going to prove that that they are just as good as they were before their head coach decided to leave for, for greener pastures. Give me Cincinnati here in the Fenway Bowl. Uh, last but not least in bowl games, we're going to look at the Las Vegas Bowl where Florida takes on number 14, Oregon State. Oregon State, a 10-point favorite. This game will be played Saturday, December 17th. Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas, Nevada at 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, listen, I haven't mentioned this yet. Bowl games are just tricky because on paper, there's no way a six and six Florida team even competes in this Oregon state uh, against this Oregon state team. But 10 points is a big spread for a glorified exhibition to end the season. Oregon state wins this game, but I think Florida covers, uh, now I believe Anthony Richardson has declared for the NFL or enter the portal one or the other. Um, I still think Florida covers. Um, I do know uh, that there was some unfortunate news about their backup, son of John Kitna, um, no longer with the program after some uh, some well, some disturbing news regarding some inappropriate photographs that he had. Um, and and so I still think ten points is a lot to win by in a bowl game, which is why I'm taking Florida to cover in the Las Vegas Bowl. Now let's move over to the NFL. We are in week 15. Once again, fantasy playoffs, depending on your format, 
can start in week 15. If you've got six teams that, uh, that make the playoffs and you get the first two, the, the, the two first two seeds get a bye. If you don't play the playoffs in week 18, so that you're not worried about sitting players who have already maybe locked in number one seeds. Um, you want to end the season in week 17. So week 15 for basically the wild card weekend, week 16 for the division round, and week 17 for your fantasy football playoff. Um, there are also some really good NFL games this weekend. Uh, and it's no, it, it starts off here. The Ravens at the Browns, a Saturday game at 4.30 in the afternoon. Cleveland, the three-point favorite. Uh, division matchup, uh, Cleveland trying to come on strong to finish the season. I mentioned earlier in the show, the Ravens could be down to their third-string quarterback while Watson uh, got back on track in his second game back in Cleveland. Um, listen, I, Cleveland's going to cover this three points. They're going to win. Um, I don't really know much to say. Cleveland, outside of Amari Cooper's hip, uh, Cleveland is, is, is getting healthy. Um, their Donovan Peoples Jones has been a great asset to this offense. Uh, I think David Njoku is probably pretty close to returning. And then uh, you obviously saw Deshaun Watson work some of that ring rust or ring rust, like we're talking wrestling on the show. Um, some uh, football rust, if you will, uh, to get uh, to get that win last week against, or not the win, but to get that uh, that have that decent game against the Bengals, where he didn't turn the ball over. Um, he's going to do it, do that and more against the Ravens this week. Take Cleveland in the three to cover in this AFC North showdown. Another game uh, that seems to be interesting on paper at this point, the Detroit Lions at the New York Jets. New York a five, a point five point favorite at 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Um, a point five point basically is it's essentially a pick-em game. If you think the Jets are going to win, you take the Jets. If you think the Lions are going to win, you're taking the Lions. Uh, the Lions are the hottest team in football, If in, in many experts' opinion. Um, Mike White banged up ribs last week, may not play in this game, but if he does, again, with a rib injury, it's going to be pain tolerance. And if he gets hit by Aiden Christensen, and, and now as I say it, I'm not even sure if that's the name, the uh, the Aiden Aiden Hutchinson, I'm sorry, Aiden Hutchinson, the star rookie de defensive end from Carolina from 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 Michigan for the Lions. Uh, if he gets his hands on Mike White, it might be a short day for Mike White if he plays Lions, who were left for dead just a few years, a few weeks ago, have won five of six and by all intents and purposes should have beaten Buffalo on Thanksgiving. Uh, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. And a lot of people are thinking that they've got it in them. Give me Detroit to win this game on the road with the Jets. Um, and, and they're going to continue this playoff push. They've got a very favorable schedule in the next four weeks to make this interesting, including a Christmas Eve game against another team that is vying for a playoff spot and a division spot, a championship spot with the Carolina Panthers. So the Lions have some really exciting things to happen over the next few weeks. Uh, and essentially, they, they need to win out or at least win three of these four games to make a, to, to, to make a run at the playoffs this season. A team that shouldn't be fighting for a playoff spot, the Dallas Cowboys are traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. A one o'clock kickoff on Sunday. 
Dallas a four-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. The Jaguars coming off a big win against the Titans last week. Um, listen, I already mentioned it once again on the show. Cowboys had a letdown last week um, and a near loss to the NFL worst Houston Texans. Uh, needed a comeback win in the fourth quarter. It won't happen against uh, uh, again this week. The Cowboys are going to win big here behind Pollard and Zeke. Uh, the Jags have, have come out a few times this season and looked a lot better than they are. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Cowboys almost got embarrassed at home against the one-win Texas team. They're going to be out for blood. They're going to rock the Jacksonville Jaguars, not just behind Pollard and Zeke, but C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz coming into his own once again. Dalton Schultz, and, and, and I actually had this conversation with Greek earlier this week or uh, late last week. Dalton Schultz may be the most underappreciated tight end in fantasy football. Um, he is Mr. Dependable, Mr. Reliable for Dak Prescott. Um, maybe just as much, if not more so, than C.D. Lamb. Uh, the Cowboys have weapons. Uh, they're also expected to get their star left tackle back uh, this week, potentially. Um, so I just – I really like the Cowboys. I like their prospects going forward. I think they're probably – maybe the second best team in the NFC at this point, uh, take the Cowboys to cover this four-and-a-half-point spread. Last but not least, a, another AFC North champion, or a North uh, team, I should say, uh, and the leader of the NFC South, the Bengals traveled to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. a 425 uh, kickoff here uh, on Sunday. The Cincinnati, a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and – I feel like everything that I've talked about, we've already talked about on the show. There's something wrong in Tampa Bay. The Bucks are just not good, and Cincinnati is is uh, Cincinnati is, and they're trying to push for that AFC North title. Uh, they need uh, the. I don't want to say they, they need the the Ravens to lose, but it's it's fortunate timing for the injuries in, in Baltimore for the Bengals to make that late season push. Um, most everyone is now healthy for Cincinnati. So you got to think they missed Joe Mixon for two weeks with a concussion. They missed Jamar Chase for a few weeks. He's back. Uh, T. Higgins did not have a good week last week. Um, but the Bengals are, are basically firing all cylinders here. Um, the Bucks are healthy too, but they can't get to seem to get Mike Evans going. Um, you've got uh, probably the biggest player on that offense being uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, Leonard Fournette is banged up, but their their rookie uh, backup has been doing great for Tampa Bay. Um, but again, something is just off in Tampa, uh, and, and I can't explain it. Brady came back for this, and I'm sure he may be regretting it now. Um, I'm taking Burrow over Brady, Brady this week. Take Cincinnati and the point. Folks, that's the new football show. Once again, we are winding down the fantasy season. And with that being said, I don't think there's going to be much to talk about with fantasy playoffs coming next week. So on next week's football show, we're going to sort of do a recap of what fantasy football looked like this season, who your top, who your top position players were in fantasy football going into your fantasy playoffs, um, meaning that, more than likely, if you had these guys on your roster, it meant that you had a better opportunity 
to make your playoffs and make a run at your league championship than not. Uh, we are going to talk some more football games, some more NFL games again, going towards the playoff push in the actual NFL. Uh, we're going to talk some more bowl games, but we are winding down completely on football season. We only have a few more football shows left before the season four finale episode. And I think I'm going to put together a season four, like two part episode uh, for the season four finale, because we're going to have to have some guests on the show uh, along with sort of like a recap of, of where bully was right. And bully was wrong when it comes to the NFL season, I've still got notes of who I had winning divisions. So the football recap show would be sort of where I was right and wrong going into the season. Uh, both in fantasy and in just uh, in, in, in in team records. So uh, stay tuned for that. Hopefully you got to enjoy the uh, the all the AEW full gear review that PJ Steven and I dropped yesterday that aired on Tobacco Road Sports Radio on hashtag Wrestling Wednesday. Uh, that will be something that will be be nice and fun going forward. Um, while we are on hiatus through the season four finale leading into season five. Uh, we're going to do like best of shows where PJ Steven and I reviewed classic pay-per-views that you're going to be able to get to listen to on tobacco road sports radio, as well as uh, probably republished by me uh, wherever it is that you get your podcast. Uh, but we've got a schedule. We've got sort of a plan on what we're going to do for our wrestling shows. The next few weeks, uh, we're going to bring you a classic Starcade uh, next week, Starcade 1997. Um, it was the Starcade that saw Sting return to the ring after a year and a half to main event against Hulk Hogan, or Hollywood Hogan, I should say. Um, uh, we're going to follow that up with an NXT review from their, their previous NXT uh, premium live event. We're going to review a classic Wrestle Kingdom the week before uh, Wrestle Kingdom 2023. And the following week, we are going to review Wrestle Kingdom 2023, hopefully with a special guest that has been a previous guest on the show. Uh, a fun episode uh, around WrestleMania and the, the theme of WrestleMania, uh, per se. I'm not going to give anything away about that. Then we're going to review a classic Royal Rumble that we have not decided yet. And then come, come January, come the end of January, the season four finale of the wrestling episodes where we review Royal Rumble 2023 and sort of look back at what was season four. And in my opinion, the longest and, and best season of this podcast that we have ever done. So a lot of content coming and leading up to the season four finale of the show. So hopefully you are ready for all of it. Hopefully you've enjoyed all of this episode. Uh, make sure you go to social media and let me know if there's something you want me to cover before the end of season four. Uh, but until then, thanks for listening once again to this week's football episode of Tap House of Touchdowns. It's your guy, Bully Rye, and I'll be around.